0: Hey guys, in this episode of Black and Behind the Scenes, we're talking about one series that was picked up by BET Plus, as well as the new Questlove directorial debut that he will be making,
1: and the rundown on The Banker. And unfortunately, I do not have a spotlight for you this week. But in spoiler alert, we're talking Black Holiday films, as I'll be reviewing Christmas Bells, a Christmas movie that premiered on BET Thanksgiving Day. Antoinette will be talking about The Black Godfather on Netflix. And also, Little Rail live in Crenshaw, that premiered on HBO. Yeah, so that's it. Stay tuned, you guys.
0: Black and Behind the Scenes is up next. Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany.
1: Hey, Brittany. What's been going on, girl?
0: How was your Thanksgiving
1: holiday? It was was good. Um, I would ask you how was yours, (laughs) um, but we know you did not celebrate. In fact, I had people hit me up. And say, tell your co-host. Oh no! She better celebrate Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, I'm thankful every day, though, guys. I don't have to celebrate on Thanksgiving, okay? (laughs) Yeah, so uh, it it was good though. It was it was good. Um, had a delicious pumpkin, no sweet potato pie by myself. (laughs) Nice. I miss those. I know. You had the whipped cream too.
0: No, I don't do the whipped cream on the No, pie. girl, Mm-mm. what? Why? No. That's like the best part. You get like the one. Oh, sweet want- potato pie? Yes. I used to get up in the morning, eat that for breakfast, like had a um, ready whip and just pour it on the man, girl.
1: Oh, I don't know about that Oh, one yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so right. good. But what did you do instead? What did you do instead? I did absolutely
0: nothing. We chilled in the house. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I needed the time off. Um, Mm -hmm. Corey's been working a lot, a lot of hours at the museum, so it's just it was nice to spend time together, just Mm -hmm. in the house, chilling, like nothing, yeah, doing nothing big. So I I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, um, let's get into like the industry rundown and see what's going on because it's a lot.
1: It's a lot. It's a, a lot. lot, a lot. It's a lot. It's time for the Industry
0: Right all right, guys. So first up, um, it has been announced that BET's original series, First Wife Club, has been renewed for a second season.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations, yeah. you It
0: is. It is. But I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm excited that this show is coming back. And I'm hoping that, Um, again, how we talked about it before, how I enjoyed the series, I just wanted to... Move away from the first wife's club kind of theme and have its own kind of interesting storylines, which I, which I feel is, is what the show is going to do now. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to get a second season to see the ladies come back again
1: yeah. and to watch it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to um, to see how they progress from this point mm-hmm. because um, the first wife's club, in which the show is based on, is um a, a movie, mm-hmm. so it ends yeah. at a certain point. We it don't does. see those right. characters' lives move on so Mm um yeah it'll be interesting to see what they what they do but yeah um, that's a good look it is
0: absolutely we're just waiting for um you guys to announce a bigger (laughs) season two
1: (laughs) um we're just waiting because that's really the show (laughs) i am living for on bet plus to be honest with you
0: Mm -hmm. it is and i actually finished watching the series i believe over thanksgiving or some one weekend i finished it up wasn't um, it funny it was hilarious. And I'm just so curious to figure out what's going to happen next. Because the last episode, I did not see that coming. The last scene. And what happened? I was like, oh, my God. Is she serious?
1: I mean, hey. What, what wow. What do you expect for her to do? Wow. That was a mind blower. See that's why you can't be playing games with no, people out you here can't. in their hearts. <laughs> you know don't what? let me get started. Yeah, no. that. that's a whole nother conversation. It really is because I could really <laughs> go
0: into that because I honestly thought you know guys and women you know
1: could be best friends, but I don't you know but I don't want to give too much away. I don't know. I oh don't, no, no. I, I I don't take that stance that men and women can be. Best. Well,
0: yeah, I, I mean, so
1: I thought that was the case, and then I was soon told no. <laughs> Well, then- okay, let me say this. I think you can be that way, but there has to be zero attraction or no past history of, oh, we thought we were going to hook up mm-hmm. at one point in time and we did. And they had that. And so. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's no. true. Yo, like, I'm not into that. You can be friends with your ex. Your ex is your ex. Let yeah. them be in the Past. oh i like that <laughs> mm-hmm. she said it i'm just saying <laughs> but okay but to to digress um bet and um plus bet plus mm-hmm. and uh first wives club second renewal yes congratulations yes
0: congratulations guys um we can't wait to watch Alright guys, so coming up next, according to Variety, Questlove is set to make his directorial debut with Black Woodstock. The film will be a featured documentary about the Harlem Cultural Festival that took place in 1969. This was an outdoor festival performance for some of the leading black musicians of the day. A group of heavy hitters that include Sly The, the Family Stone, Stevie Wonder, Nina Simone, B.B. King, The Five Dimensions, David Ruffin, Mahalia Jackson, the Staple Singers, and Gladys Knight in The Pips the festival took place one year after martin luther king's death and was intended to celebrate african american culture and politics as well as promote black pride and unity um so i thought that this was pretty cool
1: yeah i had no idea this event even happened
0: me neither um i actually there's another something else another story coming up later on in the um program that we're going to talk about that um hinted on this festival happening, um, and the person who was um, responsible for helping putting it together. So, the fact that Quest Love is coming out with a documentary and like helping to direct it, and it's going to be 40 hours of never seen before footage um, that will be in the documentary um, that will be shown also. So, awesome. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, I thought that was pretty dope. Um, congratulations, Quest Love, and we're looking forward to watching. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, next up, guys. Um, so, it's funny that this became a debacle and, like, a <clears throat> horrible down spiral. Um, but The Banker,
1: it was a movie. Oh, a Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, a huge scandal. So, if you don't know, The Banker is a film that stars Samuel L. Jackson and Anthony Mackie. And the film is based on a true story of two African-American businessmen who trained... Um, a working-class white man to become the figurehead of a successful empire in a real estate and banking industry. Mackey plays Garnett Sr. in the film, with Jackson taking the role of Morris. The film was set to premiere at AFI's Fest on November 24th of this year. And then it was going to uh, have a limited theatrical release in December, and then it was going to be available for Apple TV Plus later. So, this movie actually was pulled because um, it was delayed by Apple TV Plus one day before the premiere um, amidst some sexual abuse allegations against Bernard Garnett Jr., who was a co-producer on the film and the son of Bernard Garnett by his half-sister, Cynthia Garnett.
1: Yeah. I just, I found that to be a reach. Well... No, I mean, I don't know. He's denying it.
0: mm, I so see, I didn't see all that. I didn't see whether or not he was denying it.
1: What is she saying that happened?
0: Well, I think um so i don't they didn't go into specifics about exactly what happened between the altercation or um what happened in the past of their interactions, but so, she's alleging that he sexually abused her um at some time in their youth, I'm assuming, okay um which I I understand and I get um but I don't know guys I just I really wanted to see this damn movie
1: I just I really Uh, did I'm sorry it was the it would probably for me it was the only draw to see something on Apple Right, exactly.
0: The only thing that drew me, and then I was really concerned because I said, Oh my gosh, like, is this going to be in theaters or is this only going to be available on Apple TV Plus? Because I don't want to get it. Like, I don't want to get Apple TV. And I was, and I thought that, Oh great, I can see it in theaters and then, you know, it'll be gone forever. But then they canceled it and now we're not going to see it. I don't even know if it's going to be released. And right now they're saying that they're getting everyone to sign petitions who supported the film to say the reason why the film needs to be seen and shown. Um, because of the historical importance of what these men did and how no one really knows of this story. Um, And so it's just an important piece of history that I think more people need to know about. Um, And it's unfortunate about what happened within the family itself. Um, Right. I
1: think it's kind of, um, it's it's unfortunate and it's sad because the allegations are not against the character in the movie, no. but of a descendant of that character. And it's like, well...
0: Who helped assist a bit, you know, he did, to give and some I think notes within was, the film.
1: He's listed as a producer for the film. That's kind of what's like. I think that's
0: what it is, too. It's just that his name is a part of it, so it's like, take it
1: down. His name is a part of it, and he stands to... um benefit from it mm-hmm. financially from it too so
0: right i don't know i don't know either i was really upset about this i was just like no not the banker like i really wanted to see this freaking movie like
1: yeah
0: i don't know guys
1: okay mm-hmm. well hopefully they'll get that cleared up mhm hopefully
0: um and hopefully we'll be able to see it and when we are i'll come back and give you guys an update on what's going on
1: for sure until then it's been
0: canceled mm. <laughs> Postponed, <laughs> right. Um, speaking of debacles, from one um, scandal to another. <laughs> to another. Um, as you all all know, um, Gabriel Union was recently fired from America's got America's Got Talent after speaking out against problematic racism within the America's Got Talented, um, NBC show itself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so I know some of the things that were said or what um, there has been reported is that they had a problem with Gabrielle Union's hair mm-hmm. being changed frequently, how um, Jay Leno made uh, comments, racist remarks, and then she reported that to HR, mm-hmm. and um, just other things that have happened on set that, that she deemed was unacceptable and a racist behavior, and she
1: did what anybody is supposed to do and go to HR and speak up yeah. about that. I think the problem is and what happens with most black women um, in the workplaces that whenever you become too challenging Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or not too challenging, whenever you challenge people to go above and beyond or even maintain the status quo, you become problematic. Mm -hmm. And um, so for like that Jay Leno thing, Mm -hmm. what I've seen about that was that he made like a remark, something about a Korean Restaurant menu or something like that. Yeah, it was something. Horrible. It was yeah. it was a tasteless joke. Mm-hmm. And so, what NBC did was, of course, they didn't air it, right? But what Gabrielle Union was championing for, advocating for, rather, is that they um, do more than that and apologize to the audience, apologize to the crew because mm. us not airing the joke that prevents us from offending anyone to see it further, but Mm. not those who witnessed it. Right. And so they felt like they didn't need to do that. Of course, Mm -hmm. she became problematic. They also, she also um, complained about Simon. Oh yeah, Simon Cal. His um, indoor smoking.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Another incident that she you know raised the flag on was i guess there's this uh, there was a boy who was a rapper a, a young guy maybe like 10 years old or something like that he was a rapper on the show and he was a i guess really good but they wanted to vote him off because they wanted to get an act that america could get behind oh, and so wow. that meant um getting him off the show and replacing him with like a white team that did high kicks or dancing or something like that. And so Uh, she called them out for that. Cause she didn't agree with, um, the insinuation behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The reason why he was being kicked off. I don't know. And then they keep saying, Oh, well she wasn't (laughs) fired. She wasn't (laughs) fired. She was rotated out. And I don't know. She's been getting a lot of celebrity, um, a lot of celebrity um, support. Support. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's the word. She
0: has and a lot of people has have poured out in in supporting of um, Gabrielle Union and as of November second, um, it is said that she's going to sit down with NBC over the week and really discuss what's happened and I know SAG has also gotten involved in supporting her and mm-hmm. figuring out um, and investigating the situation mm-hmm. to figure out what exactly happened mm-hmm. and I also know like on my way here it says that they had an actual productive five hour meeting today that discussed um, their her concerns and voicing her what what she found um, inappropriate or deemed inappropriate throughout the show um, conversation so I haven't read the article yet to figure out what exactly happened within that. But um, yeah, so it's going to be ongoing Um, with her. I don't think she'll be back. I'll be surprised if she'll come back to the show. Um, Yeah only because I don't think that she'll ever want to be in that environment again, just because of what happened yeah. previously before, even if they deem that they're going to change their behavior. Yeah. Um, I don't see her going back. And it's unfortunate because apparently, um, although I don't watch the show personally, she was a fan favorite. Um, and she was really engaging in social media and mm-hmm. like had their numbers mm-hmm. um, really active online. And so she was a huge part of the show to help engage the um, social media aspect of it. So mm-hmm. it's unfortunate for them. It's their loss. Um, yeah. So, and this is nothing surprising to me in this industry. I'm sorry, of course, <laughs>
1: not, not at all. <laughs> of course, that's I say whenever this is black scratching woman, the surface, honey. <laughs> whenever a black woman, period, in any any industry on mm-hmm. any career level, yeah, dare to raise her voice, dare to <laughs> speak up. Mm-hmm. You can best believe that pen is coming out towards your HR file. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure.
0: Um, and kind of in the same notion of that, um, there is this huge. Uh, according to Variety, it's hashtag Pay up Hollywood. Um, they did a poll of twenty four assistants driven to increase substance abuse. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So around one in four assistants said the entertaining industry working conditions have prompted them to increase. The use of drugs, alcohol, and other substances. According to hashtag, I mean, this is not funny, but it's not funny. I get I'm it. Sorry. But I get it. Um, according to a hashtag PayUpHollywood survey, over 1,500 supportive staff shared exclusive lead with Variety. Beyond the already significant burden of long hours, low pay, skyrocketing living costs in LA, and the pressures of jobs are weighing on the mental health of many of the low lowest, most vulnerable rung of the entertainment ladder. According to the poll, which surveyed assistants at studios, agencies, production and development companies, in-house production and post-production departments, 93% of those responded reported that their jobs had led to an increased anxiety. And 66 said that they have been experienced increased feelings of depress- depression as a result of their work experiences hashtag pay up hollywood previously shared with variety that 72 assistants reported that their boss or supervisor colleague has thrown an object at them mostly even a stapler that number is now 104 Equally troubling is that more than half felt anxious about reporting workplace violence for fear of being fired, losing future opportunities, potentially an indicator of unreported or underreported workplace abuse. So 40% of the respondents have also been working as an assistant for one to three years, a typical period of time that one would expect to remain in an entry-level position. But 20% of those polled have been working as an assistant for more than five years. And 27% remain support staffers after three to five years in the role, challenging the long-held notion that being a Hollywood assistant offers a direct stepping stone to a higher-level career in the industry. And so, guys, if you have, if you don't know, um, Brittany and myself, we we both worked in this industry for a number of years, um, behind the scenes, hence the name of the show. Um, and so, I can attest to. Um, <laughs> A lot of what they're talking about <laughs> in this particular article.
1: Yeah, but I'd be damned if somebody threw something at me. Oh, yeah, girl, no. Uh, no, that's no, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> no.
0: Um, but yeah, so it's unfortunate about, um, you know, they said the substance abuse, but honestly, a lot of people in the industry have drinking or drug problems. I'm sorry, I've seen it firsthand, and um, they may not think they do, but you absolutely do because the level of pressure that is on you, especially nowadays yeah. with this streaming war shit going on. Yeah. I know these freaking um uh what are they called? Uh comp not companies, but the uh um what are they what do you call them? Like the NBC and all those Oh the networks? The networks. The, the, networks, the studio yeah. networks. Mm-hmm. I know they are flipping the fuck out over the numbers. Yeah. Um, the declining viewership that they're getting yeah. and they're taking it out on. It just goes down the freaking rabbit hole yeah. with with the levels of people getting yelled at, yeah. things being thrown, people getting cussed out. um it just it just keeps going, and then with one person gets cussed out, they're going to do it to the next person. It's just mm-hmm. like it's like a, a pattern of horrible behavior that happens within this industry that mm-hmm. I have firsthand experience and been a and haven't been a part of. I've never repeated some of the things that have happened to me to other people. No. I have made sure to never do that because I found it to be extremely um, disrespectful yes. and just not. For what, really? Right. And, you know, and what's funny is that I actually had someone tell me before, oh, well, I was yelled at like this before. Someone did this to me, and that's how I got my position. Like, I don't give a fuck what they did to you. You're not going to talk to me like that.
1: Yeah, and I think it's, um, to piggyback what you're saying, it's this attitude of like, oh, you take this type of behavior, Mm -hmm. you take this type of um, offensive insults because I was also oh, yeah. talked to in this way. Mm-hmm. And because I was talked to this way, you're going to take it too. Mm-hmm. And like, they have to change the culture yeah. around that. They do. Because to be honest with you, like the article says, you, you starting at the bottom, most. People do start at the bottom in this mm-hmm. industry from yeah. a PA and then rise up. But to be honest with you, the people who make it from PA to the next level, they get there because of networking, mm-hmm. because of um, contacts. Not because you was busting your ass as a PA and no, you allowed your boss not. to curse you out every day and throw a staple Or going you. somewhere else to find a job.
0: Yep. Not staying at the place that you're at. Correct. Because a lot of times... And I don't know if you experienced this, Brittany, but they pigeonhole you in those positions. If they like you, those producers like you as a PA. Yeah. If they love you, if you're do if you're great at your freaking job, oh, they want you there. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. They want you to do that. And they're you not doing your job well. Yeah, exactly. And they're comfortable with you. And so they don't want to change their pattern of behavior or whatever they feel comfortable in just because you wanna, you know, expand your career or do something else. Yeah.
1: And being an assistant is such a high turnover job. Mm-hmm. And I can see why executives would be um, kind of, you know, on edge about their assistance. But it still doesn't call for this type of behavior. Um, And and to the pay matter, they do get paid relatively peanuts, which is. Oh, yeah. Which is why I opted to go more into corporate Mm. instead of smart girl hustling it out in that route, because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't afford to be paid a PA. Do you know, even in the in my job, we are still looking to offer PAs 125 or 150 a day. And it's just like, mm. that's the same rate it was when I was coming yeah. out. <laughs>
0: was saying, yeah. 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 That that's been the rate for that's a very long like, time. That's been
1: over a decade mm-hmm. or nearly a decade. Yeah. I like, well, it's been over a decade. <laughs> <I'm> oh, <old." laughs> <laughs> um so it's like 125 150? No. Nah.
0: Mhm. Yeah. It's in, it's insane and I remember For like the hours. Right. On set, sh- we're mm-hmm. talking about
1: 10 plus. Right. You know.
0: And that's even like back when I remember when interns weren't even getting paid in the industry and that was a big thing about 10 12 years yep. ago when that was a big discussion of do we pay these interns anything and then all of a sudden they had to start paying the production interns or whoever was coming on board. But Guys, all that glitters is not gold. This industry is not freaking easy to work in. Like, it really no, is not.
1: Not at um,
0: all. The hours that you work, being a freelancer. I mean, I remember when I was a freelancer, and that's why I got out of that. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> was because... You're not living you're 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 grinding for your next check like Mm -hmm. you're you're working on a project and although you meet some amazing people you work on some amazing projects you're always scared about where your next check is going to come from just like actors and actresses we're all in this game together Mm -hmm. because you're not full time you're not guaranteed anything Mm -hmm. and a lot of people that I know who are editors in the industry for 20 plus years they ain't take no vacations. Mm -hmm. they didn't go anywhere because they were always grinding they were afraid that if they were to go on vacation they're going to miss out on a three-month six-month gig um that's going to tie them in for the next for the end of the year or the top of the year or whatever Mm -hmm. they have going on so it is a grind
1: yeah it's not easy
0: not at all so i totally understand the substance abuse and everything that they're going through or what they're saying is happening and i believe it because i've been through this stuff i didn't drink my worries away but we did drink a lot (laughs) we did go to happy hour a lot we did do that
1: (laughs) yeah i think you know with any um entry level position you have you kind of it's kind of like a crap job Mm -hmm. but it's still a level of respect that's what it it is. is at the end of the day yeah dang well i hope they get their money's worth
0: yeah I hope so I mean I honestly no I mean I ha- hate to be pessimistic about this but I really don't see this the industry
1: changing anytime soon oh no especially because there's no union for yeah, no. assistants or PAs uh-uh.
0: no and and you know what guys that also bring me to so that's why a lot of sexual harassment stuff happens on set mm-hmm. and um, sexual harassment behavior happens and all that CD stuff that happens
1: especially if you're on set man because most assistants man. are young yeah Impressionable Mm -hmm. and hungry, yeah. And so you're you're taking whatever is thrown at you. It, yeah. You really
0: are, and and it's it. I don't know. I can only imagine some of the things some people have done before to try to work their ways up or try to, you know, thinking it's gonna get them the next big break. Yeah, and you know, people take advantage. So. It's really unfortunate. Um, everybody, be you know, be safe, be careful, be smart when you're out there working in this industry. Yes, um,
1: please,
0: please. It's it was heck. It was pretty rough out here in D.C. I can only imagine what it's like in L.A. <laughs> uh-uh.
1: Y'all. I know I don't have the temperament for that. So oh, that's why no. I was like, oh, yeah. No. Oh, no.
0: And no. that's why I didn't want to. I was actually going to move to LA a few years ago, but I actually didn't do it because I didn't want to start all over again because I knew this what was, was going to happen. And I was like, I'm not doing, I'm not going through the trenches again.
1: There's no way. Yeah. I'm it's sorry. It's considered like a rites of passage to mm-hmm. say, like, well, I started here as a PA and I, yep. I let someone, you know, throw their stapler at me mm-hmm. and I picked up their dry cleaning at mm-hmm. 2 a.m. Mm-hmm no no because they have to be on essentially on call yeah Mhm. and and if you want me to be on call you better pay me yeah exactly
0: pay me the money that I deserve you know what I'm saying like something but yeah no it wasn't no I'm good be careful out there guys <laughs>
1: mm, what else is going on um and that is it for oh, the industry rundown that is it that is it okay all right you guys Unfortunately I don't have a spotlight for y'all this week That is completely my bad But I promise you I'll have someone excellent for you next week And so because of that We're just going to move right on into Spoiler alert mm-hmm. And this week, well what I've decided what I want to do because it's now the holiday season, I'm going to review at least one new black holly um holiday film. Nice every episode. Okay, cool. What is your favorite black holiday film? Oh, you have the- I think the elf. That's not black. Oh <laughs> s- shit. <laughs> Oh, yep. <laughs> hmm No, oh. I have tons of tons of favorite Hollywood movies that are not white. But. Okay,
0: I would say uh This Christmas.
1: This Christmas. I would have that's the one that I can
0: really think recently that I watched. I was like, Oh, I love it's just like it just the music, everything. Mm-hmm. that I loved it. It was so warm.
1: I like this Christmas. I like um Wait, this Christmas, that was the one with Monique, right? No, 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 no. But I like that one, too. What's the Um,
0: name of that one? This Christmas, I don't know the name of that one, but that was good also. Um, But this Christmas had Chris Brown in it, Lauren London. um, Why is his name slipping my mind? Um, Idris Alba, Idris Alba, yes. Um, David Banner, David Banner, Banner, Banner. Yes. hmm <laughs> Loretta <laughs> Devine. Love David um, Banner. Yeah, Okay, so I like This Christmas,
1: mm-hmm. but I like Almost Christmas better than This Christmas. Almost and Christmas. And Almost Christmas is the one with- um, Monique. Monique.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. It came out like and a few years later. Yeah, yeah oh, it okay, came yeah. out
1: like in 2016. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Preacher's Wife classic. Oh. Oh, yeah. The preacher's wife. Yeah. Let me see what else. The preacher's wife. um, Almost Christmas. I'm trying to. Is the best man holiday? The best man holiday is one, but it's not one of my favorites. It's not
0: one of the favorite but I like it. Half of
1: it. It's okay. No. I could have done without that one.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What else?
0: But see, what another one that I always watch is um the five heartbeats all around the sea. I mean, around the holidays. I don't know why. What? I don't know. It's not a holiday movie. I bet you all do it too. Y'all watch the five heartbeats too. Like it's a ho- It's like a holiday movie to watch. Like it's that not, is what yes it is. It's not. Yes a
1: holiday. it is. I bet y'all. I bet
0: y'all watch it. I bet y'all watch the five heartbeats. It's not a holiday
1: movie. But you watch
0: it around the holidays though, because it's always on TV. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I've decided is that I'm going to, you know, um, review a holiday film with a black cast. There's plenty to go around, new ones that come out. Um, you know, Lifetime started this, their Christmas programming Probably in June, to be honest with you. And the my problem with the Lifetime Christmas movies are that they lack diversity. I tried to watch this one that came out with um, Kim Fields recently that came out. Child. Mm. I don't think I saw that one. I couldn't stomach it. Mm. <laughs> so I was on search for a better Christmas program. Oh, nice. And my first film that I watched was Christmas Bells. It premiered on BET Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. It's about two 30-something BFFs never stop hearing that they both need a man before it's too late. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go again. Every Christmas movie is about finding love. I need love. a man, girl. I need a man. It's about finding love. Oh, come on. Okay, so, but when a handsome pastor arrives just in time to kick off the Christmas season, both ladies try to make a move, but as their hilarious attempts to one to one-up each other Keep going It will be It will be up to their family And their friends To remind them What the holiday season Is truly about um, Directed by Terry Vaughn And you all know Terry Vaughn She's LaVita Alize Jenkins From um, The Steve Harvey Show Oh nice I haven't mm-hmm. seen her in a while huh. Um, it features Raven Goodwin You guys know her As Niecy From Being Mary Jane She plays Delilah um, Dominique Perry plays Portia. we seen Dominique going insecure. She was, um, oh my gosh, what is his name? What is Issa's ex boyfriend name? Lawrence. Lawrence. W- she was the rebound girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I know her. Yeah. Um, the bank teller. Omar Gooden is also in this film. And then we also have legends, John Amos. He oh, plays nice. the great grandfather. Or the grandfather. Mm -hmm. And then um, Janet Hubert is also in this. The Black Unviv. Nice. Um, Christmas Bells. BET. You can find it on demand. Um, I thought it was funny. There was definitely some points where I was like chuckling, laughing out loud. It's a cute holiday film. Um, Like I said, they have hijinks in which they're trying to get to this pastor's attention and and trying to vie for his love. And also become um, the choir director. It's not great, and it's not horrible at the same time. But mm. I feel like most Christmas movies like this are in that same kind of category. Yeah. Like, this is something you could definitely see on A Lifetime, but with black people. Mm. Um, so, nice. you know, it's cheesy. It's corny. It's cheaply made. But I liked it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's I, all holiday movies. All, all, all holiday little movies corn, corn, are. Right? A little but corny. I thought
1: this was... This was really cute Because I really like Raven Goodwin um, I think she's funny as an actress So um, Cool If you guys get a chance Watch Christmas Bells On um, BET On Demand Very cool Start your holiday spirit
0: I had another one
1: That I want to add A Christmas movie? Yes What's
0: that? Does holiday heart count? Great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. I love Holiday Heart. I'm gonna get <laughs> Holiday Heart. Oh my
0: gosh. I love that movie. Come on. Um come on, no? No, that doesn't count. Yeah. It's Holiday Heart. It's, it's about Christmas. Christmas is in there somewhere. A little bit later.
1: Yeah, I mean sure. It's a holiday movie. Holiday Heart. hmm. Okay. I like that movie. Alright. It's sad, but I liked it yeah it's sad it's kind of sad yeah (laughs) it's good though it's good that's kind of a depressing movie to me Uh, it's still good okay (laughs) I do like those Christmas movies with um oh my gosh what is her name (sighs) Melinda Williams she had those series of Christmas like marry me for Christmas a baby for Christmas Mm mm-mm Oh, so my maybe girl. there's another one um they were like on tv one or i don't know where they premiered but okay. she was in like i want to say a trilogy oh <laughs> of these christmas movies well that was good for her yeah they were good okay i think the latest one was um a baby for christmas oh. yeah nice let us know what your favorite black Hollywood film, holiday films are. Yeah, um, absolutely. We want to know. We don't want to hear Elf. <laughs> Sorry. Although, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> when I think of Christmas movie, it's the first thing that comes to mind. Elf. Like, I freaking love that movie. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you said black.
1: <laughs> black. We black, y'all. Okay. <laughs>
0: and I don't care what you say. The Five Heartbeats
1: is a black Christmas movie. Sure. Um... Alright, what else did you watch? Let me tell let me just tell y'all yeah. something here. Oh God, here we
0: go.
1: <laughs> let me tell y'all. I'm about to put her on blast. We were supposed to talk about Queen and Slim.
0: Yeah. But Someone we were.
1: is unprepared. I am. I didn't feel like well
0: um I could blame some people for the reason why I didn't. And yeah, it's their fault. It's they fault. It's y'all my family's know fault we talk
1: about so It's my family's Black
0: fault. movies
1: opening weekend
0: Oh Yeah I'm really bad at that I really am But however I'm going to go this weekend I'm going to get my tickets I'm going to go We're going to talk about next show I promise We're not going to leave This season Without talking about Queen and Slim That's period So Yeah just know I was episode. prepared
1: for y'all That I didn't have she was a, I didn't have a spotlight But I had but See But see <laughs> Look at that Look at that But you did watch something else.
0: What did you watch? I did. I watched two other things. Um, because I could sit in my house. And see, you. Queen and Slim came on my house. I could
1: do it there. I would have
0: just Queen and Slim good is
1: not coming on in your on. house. <laughs> 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 we, you're Someone's not, you're do not it. getting theater releases Come into on. your house. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not happening. You got to go to the movies. No.
0: I feel like going um <laughs> <laughs> so one um documentary that i watched on netflix that was really good was called the black godfather mm-hmm. um and this was a documentary that follows the life of clarence um, avant the ultimate uncensored mentor and behind the scenes rainmaker of the film music tv and politics industry and so i think he had a hand in actually the black um Woodstock oh, okay. um, performance that happened or the concert event. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to tie those two together because he's done a lot within the industry. And I'm surprised that I did not know about him um, prior to watching this documentary. He's a really cool guy.
1: Is he, a, he's a musician or he's just like, an executive. He's
0: like a manager. Okay. You know, maybe he's like bigger than that now. Maybe he, he's I don't a know mover. What, he's a shaker. Yeah, he's a collector. he got the inside. He's the man you need to know. If this is the industry you want to work in. Okay. Honestly, and I had no clearly, you know. So clearly, I'm not working in the industry. I, you know he was, but yeah, no. Um, he's responsible for Billy uh, Withers, who sung the song "Ain't No Sunshine," "Grandma's yes. Hands," mm-hmm. and "Lean On Me." Um, so he founded him. And put him on the record label. His record label, he was a part of that. Oh. Um, And that's where those hit songs came from. Okay. And actually, he had a hand in um, Soul Train, keeping Soul Train on the air. Keeping it on the air. Keeping it on the air.
1: By doing what? Because
0: what happened was Johnny Carson, I think I'm saying that right, who was a competing person against, I don't know, I cannot remember what, um, uh, show that Soul Train I mean what a station Soul Train came on mm-hmm. But whatever it was Johnny Carson I believe who it was Was trying to create a competing um, Soul Train On another network yeah Yep network. and it was because of Clarence who went behind the scenes And had conversations with the top executives And said you're not doing this You're not pushing Soul Train off the, the Map and you're like basically told them no And they shut it down <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He had a hand in a lot of people's careers, a lot Mm. who don't know, um, who probably know now. But, yeah, Mm. Um, it it was pretty interesting. Um, I learned a lot during that series. Not only was he into, you know, production and television, but also politics, as well as um, he also talked about how he supported Barack Obama but he didn't think he was going to win and he still says that says that to this day he was surprised that he won um and he's not ashamed he's very unfiltered and it's a great interview like you guys have got to watch this documentary it's fantastic um is the one of the greatest finds that I had on Netflix it's, it's actually just as, and you know who so Quincy Jones is his best friend
1: Oh really? They're best friends. Yes. Okay. So what I know about Quincy, then this man has got to be off the rip. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, he's off the rip, like for real. And and they're and Quincy's actually in the documentary, and they're having a good conversation back and forth, ripping on each other. Good old friends. I mean, and it reminded me of the Quincy Jones documentary of how great it was, as telling his story and his you know the way he came up and things like that. And so it was beautiful how this documentary also did the same thing as well and just showed his reach Mm -hmm. in so many other lanes and genres of music and politics. Um, Yeah. He had a huge part of putting um, to helping Janet to be who she is now because of the producers that he brought together to be able to make Janet a hit. So it's Um, a lot. Um,
1: Jimmy Jam and yes, okay, yep, yep,
0: yep. Jimmy yep. Jam and them. Yep, Jimmy Jam and them. He actually um put them together and put them um, with Janet to be able to create um control classics. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay. It's amazing. It's called the Black Godfather. Yes, the Black Godfather on Netflix streaming now. Go watch it. Okay. Um, and the other um show that I watched was Little Rail Live in Crenshaw.
1: Yeah on
0: hbo it was actually good it was funny it was funny it was funny um i think you'll like it okay it's not bad um he talks mostly about family a lot of relatable things that anybody who's black and you know you have family um, some of the things you guys go through when it comes to um just um dealing with family down south um dealing with um being the wealthy person in your family <laughs> and how that how that transition or how that relationship changes as the more money you get, the more wealth you have, the expectations and the pressure that's put on you as the head member of the family now. Um, so he talks about that, his experience with that. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. It's a, I don't want to give any of the jokes away because I'm not going to do them any justice at all <laughs> anyway. But it, it's really cute um, how he talks about his son um, he doesn't really harp too much on his kids a lot, but he talks mostly about his down south family, which I found hilarious and laughed the whole time. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I think it'll be a good watch for people to um check out. It is on HBO. Um again, this is Little Rail, live in Crenshaw. He's actually in a gymnasium. And
1: yeah. it was filmed
0: by um Gerard Carmichael. He directed it. Interesting. And what I found quite Interesting. Also, it was about an hour long. And so he was filming in the gymnasium and I knew the sun was going to go down eventually because the sun was basically where they got most of their light from um, in the gymnasium. I'm like, how are you guys going to shoot this <laughs> once the sun goes down? So I don't know how they did the transition, but as it got darker, a spotlight came on Laurel in the middle of the gymnasium on the stage that he was on. Mm. And it was a good transition, but it was weird at the same time.
1: Right, because why not just use if you're gonna be in that type of facility and using sh- natural light, na- you are using natural light. There's windows exposed. Mm-hmm. Then your shoot needs to be yeah. midday. It does, right?
0: And I also found the, it was really grainy, so I knew that the expo- you know, the lighting wasn't really right, and it was just like under, you know, expo- it was it was a lot going on that I noticed that the average person is not going to notice, but I was like.
1: Gerard, where were you coming from with this? Why? Why? But do you what? think that was done on purpose to give it to like that home town feeling? Like Gerard, you and know, his this kookiness. Is yeah. This is unfiltered. It's, it's not like four K. Yeah, 8K. It, it's yeah. Know, probably it's not Hollywood. It's we in the gym, right? We, we, I'm with my Ritty. people. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, probably. But I, I'm just like, why? But whatever. And. <clears throat> um, and I'm just going to put this out there. Um the outfit choice that little Rel decided to um to wear <laughs> was rather distracting <laughs> to say the least. It was like a velour suit. Right. And it was pretty tight. Oh, if you get tight. what I'm saying. Tight. Um
1: oh, tight tight. Bro. And I'm like
0: I was a little distracted. Y'all let me know if y'all watched <laughs> Lil'Rail.
1: So <laughs> let me know if y'all was distracted. Images.
0: Whether it was a good distraction or a bad one for you. I don't know. It was bad for me. And, and I'm like, I can't get that imprint out of my, oh my out God. of my mind right oh, it now. it wasn't a velour suit? It was just a sweatsuit. Oh, yeah. It that it was something. It was a suit of a sweat and a together matchy matchy and tight tight. Um, sir, I'm going uh, either wear some some boxer draws or briefs or do something next time. I'm gonna need you to get that together, cause that. And I was wondering if that's the reason why they kept doing close-up shots and not the waist, like below, cause he, it just. Kept, I was, I was really distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to be distracted. <laughs>
1: So, so I can, yeah. you.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's so it's real. I wouldn't be real if I didn't sit here and come and tell you guys like what what's what happened. I was disturbed. I said, "Do you see this shit? Do you see what what does he have? like? Okay, dude, you knew. You had to have done. Maybe he did. I don't know. Well, if you if we ever if you ever hear this, what were you, you thinking, thinking? You think."
1: Sir, I'm curious. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know why, but this is tickling oh, me. I don't, I don't know. You got to
0: watch. You'll see what I'm talking about. you are like, oh, my God.
1: He always is interesting to me because he's like, I don't want to say young old. Yeah, he's young old. He's yes, 39. And so he almost feels like an old man, but doesn't look like an old man. Mm-hmm but kind of sounds like an old man that laugh is oh my his his
0: laugh is similar to like a Seth Rogan's it's a very unique very <laughs> yeah it's just very whatever the hell that is okay that is Laurel okay yeah but yeah it was a good it was a good stand-up routine I thought he did a great job um it wasn't bad at all um pretty funny distracting um on several different levels but yeah check it out <laughs> <laughs> so Brittany can't get it together, guys. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to let you guys know.
1: So, okay, you know how they like? Oh, it's gray sweatpants season. Yes. And you be like, oh, yo, no, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. So, is this one where you be like, oh, yo, no, I'm checking? Mm,
0: yeah, it's kind. of I think, and that's how I feel. He thought
1: he was about to give us
0: was, yeah, I'm wearing these sweatpants, and so I'm gonna give you that daddy's yeah I was gonna get at you and I'm like nah we really didn't want that from you we really didn't
1: I don't even see you like that dude yeah, oh <laughs> I God. just nah I don't my head hurts and don't y'all know I'm up here googling trying to find out what the <laughs> heck this girl talking about
0: yeah maybe nobody else has seen or like I don't know I don't know y'all check that out and let me know what you think I'm surprised there's no memes about it yet but yeah he he was feeling himself okay And on that note,
1: this all we got for y'all today. Yes, it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you guys, thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm. If you have your favorite Black holiday films, hit us up. Let us know what we should be watching. Um, You can always hit us up on our social media platforms at Black and Behind the Scenes. You can send us an email at black and behind the scenes at gmail.com mm-hmm. um yeah guys and until next time I'm Antoinette and I'm Brittany bye